1: Thinking Sideways
2: I don't understand
3: Does not compute You
2: never know the
1: the What? Stories of things we simply don't know the answer to
4: Well, hey there! I'm Steve. Uh, next to me is...
2: Oh, Devin, you're pointing at me, so I guess I say my name now And...
4: Uh, uh,
1: I guess I'm Joe. Yeah? What, what's uh, the name of our show? And put us in a room, and what do
4: you get, guys? Thinking Sideways, the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: that's
4: it. Joe, you're fired. Okay. <laughs> you are All not right. allowed to do the oh, intro yeah. anymore.
1: <laughs> I'm taking my ball and going home. And speaking of balls,
4: <laughs> oh, nice segue, uh, sir. Uh, All righty. Well, it's gonna be one of those shows. It's gonna huh? be well. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> today's show is going to be about something that's called the Clerksthorpe spheres. I'm just going to say right off the bat, for listeners, you don't know this, but Joe and Devin obviously do, is this is a story that I found a long time ago. One of the initial stories that I wanted to do for this show, but I held off.
2: This is your Tom and Shrewd and Toynbee tiles.
4: Yes. Well, I yeah. held off just because it's all a conjecture. Yeah. It's so hard to to try and burrow down to... Anything that could be factual, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Actually, though, if, if you if you look hard enough, you can find people that have actually seen these things with their own eyes and examined them. Yes, so we'll talk about that later. Yes,
4: and there the is case. some of that out there, but. Yeah. This story is pretty fantastical, and I'm just going to go ahead and tell it the way you'd normally read it on those awesome pages on the web. Oh, are uh-huh. we talking about the black background white scripts? Uh, right. Well, it's it's not even... A, uh, there's other sites besides your favorite kind that do this. Ah. Mm-hmm. Well, All the,
1: right. What the obligatory flying saucer, <clears throat> cherry to the gods Yes, guys, uh, so. yes,
4: it. of okay. course. So here we go. Uh, over the last few decades, miners in South Africa have been digging up mysterious metal spheres while mining pyrophyllite.
2: Pyrophyllite? What is that?
4: It's basically chalk. Oh. For like blackboards or tailors. It's really soft chalk. The spheres measure approximately an inch or so in diameter, and some are etched with three parallel grooves running around the equator, and some only have one.
1: There are two types of some of them don't have any at all. Well yeah, there
4: is there is that. But this is the this is the fantastical telling. Down in front.
1: Okay, sorry.
4: (laughs) They all have grooves. Okay, they're all groovy. (laughs) (laughs) Two types of spheres have been found. One is composed of solid bluish metal with flecks of white and the other is hollowed out and filled with a spongy white substance.
1: Like a Twinkie.
4: Like a Twinkie. Yeah. <laughs> the rock in which they're found Twinkies is Precambrian. What? Twinkies are
1: the gods. What? <laughs> <of> the gods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we
4: go. Uh, the rock in which they are found is Precambrian, so according to that, it's dated to be 2.8 million. No, wait, billion. that's billion years old. Wait! But if
2: we were just talking about this. You keep giving me crap all the time about carbon dating and how you can't actually carbon date natural materials with the rocks and stuff. Like you can't tell how old they are. So what? What do you?
4: I'm what? in the fantastical telling, so it's okay.
2: Oh, oh okay. There you go. <laughs> all right. Okay. I'll give it to you. All right. I just wanted to be able to say, I "Wait, I
4: know, sir." I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I understand. Okay. Can I continue on? Yes. Okay. You may proceed. Thank you. We have a gentleman by the name of Rolf Marx, who is the former curator of the Clerksdorp Museum. <laughs> he is quoted as saying, there is nothing scientific published about the globes, but the facts are, they're found in Pyrophyllite, which is mined near the little town of Autostal, is that how you say it? Yeah, Autostal. Okay. In the western Transvaal. The pyrophyllite is a soft secondary mineral and was formed by sediment about 2.8 billion years ago. On the other hand, the globes, which have a fibrous structure on the inside with a shell around it, are very hard and cannot be scratched even by steel. Even by steel?
2: Even Even by by steel. steel!
4: What about diamonds? I don't think anybody's tried that. It's South
2: Africa. Isn't it's South
4: it? Africa. There's diamonds lying around everywhere. Oh, you're right. They're everywhere. It. They're yeah. everywhere.
2: So, okay, we got so... we got we got
4: one more bit of awesomeness oh, that you'll sorry. find on these the, on the web when you find this in its standard awesome telling. It also seems that the spheres are delicately balanced, meaning that even with modern technology, they would have to have been made in zero gravity.
1: There you go. They're proof. Perfectly Alien.
4: balanced. And according to the story, NASA got a hold of a couple of them. And they were confused when they examined them. And they couldn't explain how they were made. We're still in Fantasyland, right? That's the end yeah. of Fantasyland.
2: Okay. I just, like, oh, there are so many. Okay.
4: We're, we're just going to have to go through this because there are so many things. Oh, yeah. No, this 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 was why when I first read it, I was like, oh, this is really crazy. And then I started going, wait a minute. Mm. There's some issues here. Yeah, as, yeah,
1: as usual. So, a lot of a lot of, smart, oh, just muck, of stuff. A lot yeah. of just crap has been put out. Yeah. You know, so let's stuff. let's just
4: kind of suss this down real yeah, fast yeah. with just some of the basics that we've Got. Right. these are really the things that i 've sussed out that are kind of the the easy facts uh, we 've got what people refer to as possibly an out of place artifact they uh, so they 're sh- weird they 're round rocks they have grooves around their equator and they 're in a material in the earth that doesn 't match them and they don 't really seem like they should be there they 're kind of cool looking based on the images that you see on the internet. And I would say it's about the size of a golf ball, about an inch. Wouldn't they be about? I, you know, a actually, golf
1: ball? they, they uh, from what I've read, they, they vary from about half a centimeter to uh, like ten centimeters, which is about four inches. Those are the largest ones. That oh, have been found. okay. Yeah.
4: I've I've seen I've seen the variance, but I I can I, I don't work with centimeters, so yeah. I'm always confused when yeah. it comes to putting that in relation to something in real world. Which is what yeah. I asked: is that around a golf ball? Well, I
1: do, I do the down and dirty thing, which is a centimeter is pretty close to half an inch, close mm-hmm. enough for government work anyway. So okay, ten <laughs> centimeters equals. Five inches, knock off a little bit because a centimeter is actually a little shorter than a half an inch. Right. So so. we're
4: looking at a softball then. Yeah,
1: yeah. Some of them, anyway. Very few, I think. I think think they tend to be kind of more towards the small end of the range.
4: Mm -hmm. Well, the one that they show on the internet all the time Uh is about the size of a golf ball.
2: Okay. And it's got
4: this really weird divot in the front of it, uh, which along with the fact that it's got grooves around the outside, everybody goes crazy for, Mm -hmm. uh, and they all say it looks like the Death Star. Well, it kind of does. That, that, that's kind of the best facts that we've got about and these things from the been start.
1: A, it could have been an alien blueprint for the Death Star. <laughs> Using <laughs> you know, a, a, a strange three-dimensional blueprinting technology, they, they
4: did a three D print uh, of it, and yeah, it then they, they the dropped Earth. it, and it fell to Earth. Yeah, yeah, got it.
1: Yeah, okay. So yeah, the the Rebel Alliance actually stole the blueprints, and then yeah, dropped it on Earth because nobody would ever find it on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I guess. I mean, I think it is fair to say it does kind of look that
4: way, though. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the one the one that you see all the time kind of does. Kinda. Well, except
1: the Death Star actually only had one groove around the middle. This one has three. True. Yeah.
4: But well, it's kind of no the one starry. that's
2: got the hole in it. It just has the one.
4: Oh, you're right. It does have the single groove. Yeah, that's oh, you're right. See. It is a single groove. Oh my yeah. god, it is a Death Star. It
2: looks exactly like the <laughs> Death Star. That is so crazy. <laughs> We're gonna have to. I mean, of course, That's look at probably the, be the one that we the, put, the put the up. Yeah,
4: probably go up on uh, our website. What
1: they need to do is they need the scientists need to like you know get a basketball and, and sort of put that thing in orbit On the basketball and see if some rays come out of it and destroy the basketball.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and before I forget, uh, I know we left Fantasyland already, mm. but uh, Joe and I were chatting about this earlier, and I'd forgotten about this piece of the story until he brought it up. Was about the fact that these things rotated.
1: Yeah, that's just the, the, they're uh, according to supposedly according to I shouldn't say according to, but uh, the Rolf Marks, the former curator of the Klerkstorf M- Museum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was quoted as saying that they were they were and stored in vibration free cases and yet they turned around on their axes all on their own. Mhm. Yeah, so and well, I do
2: think and we'll
4: debunk that in a minute, but
2: one of the mm-hmm. interesting things is like I was just looking at pictures because I'm really good at focusing on what we're doing here. Yes. And it's like there's this outer crust and then the inner layer, right? Mm-hmm. Most of them have that inner layer and you cut it in half and there's it's distinct. Right, yep. And I think that that's a thing that you see a lot in weird things that might, I mean, obviously they don't rotate on their own, mm-hmm. but might, I don't know, like be more prone to rotating. Maybe it was a misinterpretation of like, oh, if you spin it, it rotates really well or something. Well, I'll tell you
4: what, Joe. Yeah. Go ahead and spill the beans on what happens and why these things rotated. Oh, yeah
1: yeah so uh, this 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 of course made its way you know twenty times around the world before somebody right. bothered it to actually contact this guy and that's Rolf Marx, former curator of the clerk star Museum sure. <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: somebody, it,
1: somebody somebody contacted him and asked him about this and and he said that no what he what he had told people is that they were sitting in cases, and because there's a lot of mining operations nearby, there's explosions going off in, in the Earth, and there's vibrations all the time, and tremors in the Earth, and these things were not in vibration-free cases. They were in cases that were vibrating oh. because, because of all the <laughs> mining going on around. And so naturally, they were moving around a little bit on their own, and, and that's I really, see. that's really really creepy, although maybe not so much. Because, I mean, yeah. yeah, uh, you know...
4: And then the story yeah. got spun around, let's, so let's, now they're vibration-free cases.
2: Let's put some more credit Where credit is due This guy He's in charge of Or he's credited with Perpetuating a lot of these Crazy things, but as soon as somebody contacts him, he's like, "That's exactly. not what I said at all." Yeah, you guys are idiots. <laughs> well, and yeah.
4: here's here's the great thing. That's that's a perfect place to start. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and let's talk about some of this story and where it came from originally and how it got so fantastical so fast. Great, yeah. The fur the, the first time the story came out was was it 1982, Joe? Well, apparently, uh, in 1979 and in October
1: second, 1979, issue of the National Enquirer. And then so you've was,
4: got the National Enquirer.
1: And then the same article or, or somewhat modified article was published in the June 11th, 1982 issue of Scope magazine.
4: Yeah and, and just so I mean, just so everybody understands, scope is a tabloid. Scope
2: is the national enquirer for of South
1: Africa. South Africa. Yeah, every so that, every yeah. country yes. has to have one.
4: Yeah,
2: yep. and at it, least one. It
4: was known for inflating its stories just to make giant headlines, mm-hmm. just to sell mm-hmm. a paper. Kind of like CBS or the yeah. Weekly World News. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Uh, which coincidentally, the Weekly World News published this story several years after the fact. Oh, oh yeah. You, know, did. you so didn't know
1: they recycled stories endlessly. I didn't realize they <laughs> yes, did that. Yeah. I thought
4: Batboy was just always up to. Funny hijinks. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, okay, so now we can see really easily how this thing got so, so crazy yeah. so quickly. Yeah. Mm. With so many made-up claims. Absolutely. Is the best way to say it. Yeah. The uh, the thing that I said earlier about NASA having gotten a hold of some of these and being perplexed and not knowing how they were made and why they were so perfectly balanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that never happened. Yeah. Oh, There's no record at mm-hmm. NASA of anybody ever giving them one of these and examining it. Yeah, oh. I think that
1: actually I might have an answer to that one too. Oh, do you? Maybe. Yeah, you I can actually, more I should research get some, on
4: this than I did. I should get some <laughs> credit
1: for this. Uh, so uh, a, a guy named Paul Heinrich Wrote an article in uh, A publication called Reports of the National Center for Science Education His article is called The Mysterious Spheres of Autostall South Africa mm-hmm. And it was published in 2008 Okay, um, And he was the one that came up with that thing earlier He was the one that he actually found The, the first publication of this in, in, ah. in the National Enquirer So this guy actually did a, did all of our homework for us So thanks for <laughs> Thanks, Paul Heinrich. We really, we really, really appreciate that. Uh, so he said, uh, this is probably where the NASA thing came from. So uh, for a brief time, the Clerksdorp the Museum <laughs> webpage uh, had the text of a letter from a guy named John Hunt of Petersburg, South Africa. Uh, and this letter claimed that the results of the, an examination of one of the objects by the California Space Institute which is a research unit at the, the University of California, uh, found all sorts of fantastic things. They said that the, its balance is so fine, it exceeded the limit of their measuring technology, and was within, within one hundred thousandths of an inch from absolute perfection. Uh, and this, uh, this letter also said that the California Space Institute, where these scientists supposedly were, is the organization that made gyroscopes for the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, or NASA. Hmm. So that may be where that sort of entered into the detail. When
2: when was that letter Hmm. supposedly sent?
1: Uh, I'm not sure when it was sent. Uh, The the date when it was spotted on the, the museum's website was 2002. Huh. But it could have been I'm up gonna there. I'm
4: going to guess it was probably up there for a while, it could have which been up is there why for it worked its way into the story so, so firmly. Interesting.
1: Yeah. yeah. So and
4: that's that's a problem so with the story.
1: Yeah. So anyway, and and actually it turns out this same guy, Paul Heinrich, the guy to whom we owe so much because he did all of our legwork for us, actually contacted a scientist at the California Space Institute who said that he did remember examining one of the objects and that uh, he had actually gotten it from this guy named Hunt, But, uh, uh, and he said that nobody there ever told Hunt that these things had the extraordinary properties that he claimed they did in this letter. <laughs> right uh, of course. Yeah. He, and, and he suggested that there was, quote, some error in transmission, unquote, which is a polite way of saying somebody's full of it.
3: Uh,
1: <laughs> and he also said that the claim that the California Space Institute makes gyroscopes for NASA is completely untrue.
4: Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, that's yeah. that's true. So, so we got that. even. Yeah. So this thing, this yeah. thing's kind of unraveling for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. I think uh, they're just rocks. Yeah, and I, you know what? There's there's two other things that I'm I'm going to point out real fast, and then we'll get into some theory stuff mm-hmm. as to what are they or where they came from. There was at one point in the story, there was a comment that said they were so hard they couldn't be scratched by steel.
2: What does that even mean, mm-hmm.
4: though? That's the problem because there's a bazillion grades of steel. Didn't we
2: just talk about this in
4: the? Oof, yes,
2: there's we did. steel
4: that's just the worst, and there's super ha, ha, solid, pure steel. So yeah. that that just saying it can't be scratched by steel mm-hmm. doesn't say anything. Nah, no, that, that's a, That's not a measurement that you can put out there and have any credibility.
1: About. Yeah, no. At um, the uh, the guy, I'm, I'm going to beat this Paul Heinrich thing to death here. <laughs> he actually, as I said, was he's actually given several of these objects, and he actually sawed a couple of them in half. So uh, if it's harder than steel, how do you do that? He said that he examined them and, and they had, uh, there's a thing called the Mohs scales, M O H S. Yep. That's a measure That's of scale, hardness. Yeah, yeah, hardness, yeah. And he found none of them to be harder than four to five on the Mohs scale. And he said that a, a rating of seven to eight is more typical of steel, of hardened steel. Hmm. So they're not harder
4: than steel.
0: No, uh, no. Yeah.
3: at purdueglobal.edu.
4: Here's the other thing. They're called spheres, but they're not round. What? They're not perfectly round. They're actually, most of them are, uh, okay, they're not uh, like a golf ball, perfectly round. Mm. They're more like a squished golf ball they're kind of wide in the middle, and then they taper up and down. So yeah. they're they look like something like discs, that's been squished. They're kinda? more like a disc shape. Yeah, okay. and some of them
1: are uh, some of them are pretty symmetrical. Yep, yeah. there
4: are some that are so, very symmetrical. You know, but some of them are not. Uh, you know, in a lot of times they're found clumped together uh, the, the the way I, I saw it explained that made a lot of sense is like soap bubbles you know when mm. you're a kid and you blow soap bubbles in the air and then a uh-huh. bunch of them join together and they
2: are they actually clumped together like that they're
4: stuck together like that oh.
2: mm-hmm. which That's interesting, is a you little weird you don't see any pictures of them like that
4: you do see some when you start looking around and here's mm. the here's the one the one thing I'm going to point out is you know that awesome picture that makes it look like the Death Star yeah yeah that photo is stretched. Uh, to make it round. Yeah. It's at, that one's actually evidently a little flat. Oh. And that photo has been drug so Ooh. that a little upward, a little downward so that it looks a little a little more a little perfect more hey. spherical. Yeah.
1: So yeah, there's not. I don't. I've looked at numerous pictures of these things. I haven't seen one that was actually spherical. I
4: haven't seen one that was perfectly round. I mean, there's some that are pretty close. Yeah, and and some of them are pretty symmetrical, like said, but still spherical. That's about where it ends. So let's get into some theories about these things. Yeah, let's. Because they're still weird. Yeah, They yeah. still don't make any sense. It's, yeah. it's very odd. Uh, and we're going to go ahead and we're just going to go straight to what standard science says. Which oh, we're is, going rational to irrational? We're going go rational. We're going to go rational, irrational. That's Instead of irrational
2: way. to rational? No. Yes.
4: We're switching it up today.
1: Okay. Let's all right. Let's just what Halliburton and Big Tobacco want us all to think. <laughs>
4: Uh, So the first thing is uh, modern science says that they're natural formations. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. It does. And I had to, I really had to kind of read through this to, to figure out how this would happen. And how this works. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk through this, and we'll just we'll do what we can to, to make this as understandable as possible. According to, uh, I, and you were quoting him, Paul Heinrich, uh-huh. the spheres are actually what are called concretions. They're not made out of metal, as Joe was saying, so that's a big issue. They, they're spheres made out of hematite, which is an iron ore mineral, and that they're volcanic concretions. So here's how this works to to just kind of break it down into the simplest way, because they're in the pyrophyllite, which is soft, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not continuous all the way down. In other words, there's pockets in there, there's voids in the material, and s- sediments come down in water. And they percolate down through that material. And when they hit that void, evidently, according to how a concretion works, is that the the metals that's in the water is separated and then it begins to build up and it fills in that void. So basically but- it fills a hole.
2: That makes a lot of sense to me that like the water would just settle in these pockets, right? And then it would get warmer. So the water, the actual water would evaporate, but the minerals that were in the water would stay Right. and then it would happen. It doesn't
4: evaporate per se, but it's, it it spreads away away. for whatever
2: reason. Yeah. Yeah. So it would keep the, the mineral deposits would keep Mm -hmm. happening there. And the, the picture that I kind of think is like a water filter, right? Through charcoal. Yeah. Is it's the same kind of variants of material. Yeah. So the 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 charcoal or the... Pyrophyllite. Yeah. Is filtering out stuff and it's getting stuck in these
4: pockets. Mm -hmm. And the reason that uh, there are the rings around the spheres is because that just happens to be that there was a ring in the pocket where they were formed. Yeah. That's the only explanation according to science is that it just happens to be at that midway point or it's somewhere in there. There was some kind of groove that they grew into because as they build up, they're going to fill in that pocket.
2: I guess to play aliens advocate. Yeah. Right. Alien's Mm -hmm. advocate. Right. I mean, but there are a lot of these spheres, right? And a lot of them have these kind of... That just seems like a big coincidence to have happened that many times in that kind of perfect way. Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. throw that out there. Mm -hmm. With that many of the spheres to have that many rings that perfectly the only thing I that don't i know. the
4: only thing that i could think of that maybe could have explained it is let's say that there's this void in the concrete and is developing in there mm-hmm. and it gets about halfway and then the earth settles a little bit and so the material around it is going to try and fill in that void, but it can't do it now because it's partially occupied by this mineral deposit. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? I guess, mm. but
2: I feel like it would have filled the whole thing in, so you'd get these, like, semicircles.
4: That might be why right. they're, they're flattened, though. They're flat, though. But, then
2: they, but they still have the rings.
4: They do. But here's the I thing. I don't know. I'm Here, just here's, playing here's, I, No, I understand. And I, I appreciate that. Yeah. But here's the funny thing. These are not the only kind of spheres that are found. It's oh. not like Clerksdorp's the only place that we find these. No, they are really? fine. I'll,
1: I'll just, just just, a quick aside, though. Yeah. Uh, from my longer article by Paul Heinrich, um, apparently, uh, the way I understand it from reading his explanation is that they don't, they don't fill in hollow spots in the sediment, but instead they just sort of they, they seep through and they start to build up within the sediment itself, so they're reacting with the material of the sediment. Oh, huh. huh. so
2: it's like glomming together?
1: Yeah, and so the... Um, the rings are because the, the, the sediment basically is in layers. And so if there's some, of the, some, some fine layers of those are, are just, some layers are finer and more dense than other layers above and below them. And mm. so the concretion occurs more slowly in that particular little piece of layer. And so that's why it doesn't grow outward as much. And so you get, you get a little indentation or a ring weird in the object and then it gets goes up a little bit and it's back to the less finely grained sediment and it grows out to the the original diameter mm-hmm. and so that's that is how the rings are formed.
2: Huh. I guess yeah that's interesting it's just so interesting that it would be a sphere then right or like close to a sphere. Mm-hmm. You know that it it would just be like that little bit in the middle and then oh it's perfectly it's compact or whatever but that does i mean both be. but that
4: does also explain the ones that have multiple grooves around them mm, if yeah. it's if it's different uh densities uh, i guess is the right word to use of yeah. the sediment yeah. but
2: why is it Fears, right? Yeah, I, that, that
4: I don't, know. I, I, I don't yeah. understand it enough, but I do know that concretions happen.
2: Yeah, totally. All yeah, the time.
1: according to geologists, this kind of thing is very common. As you were about to say, they have occurred, they occur in many other places around the world, right? Yeah. So
4: we've got uh, the Moki marbles, mm-hmm. which are from southwest Utah, yeah, and they're about the same size. Uh, there's a couple places on the east coast of the US that have very perfectly roundish looking sphere rocks mm-hmm. that are totally normal. Uh, Australia, there's the Hammersley Group, that's another one. And I've seen some of these, and some of these rocks, I mean, they're rocks, and they're perfectly round, and they're like the size of a cannonball or more. Well, Mm
2: -hmm. they're the ones in, I guess, South Africa, which, Mm -hmm. or no, South America, which I assume will, I mean, I'm sure we'll do a show on at some point, that are giant, Yeah, right, that are like eight or nine feet tall.
4: I'm not familiar with those ones.
2: Well, we'll talk about them later. They're giant, and they are like spheres as well i mm-hmm. think those i suspect those are from something else but they also i guess could maybe yeah. potentially fall into this category maybe. well you,
1: you know what those are from is, do you remember the first indiana jones movie yeah well those and that giant ball at the beginning that was rolling down trying to attempting to crush him as he invaded that temple to plunder its its mm-hmm. treasures right mm-hmm. right right well those came it's theorized from a single manufacturer oh exactly. <laughs> yeah.
4: that
2: yeah. makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah. and again, we'll talk. I mean, I I'll probably do a show about (laughs) this at some point. But the the like indigenous theory is that it was um, giants. Mm -hmm. It was the marbles of giants.
4: Marbles of giants. Awesome. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I like that. Throw that out there. I like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. The next theory that we have, which is still within the realm of plausible, is meteorites. Oh. Mm -hmm. Okay. I kind of okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, we know meteors hit our planet all the time. Yeah. yeah. And a couple billion years ago, there was probably a bunch more hitting the planet than there are Definitely. now because yeah, things were different back then. I don't think we had as uh, saw as uh, strong as an atmosphere. That could be completely a bad scientific statement to make. But no, I think I don't
2: the I think the uh, the solar system was in more. States of
4: um, flux upheaval. Yes, that's yeah. a good way to put it. There's also a lot of reports of meteors being discovered in Africa on the it's continent. It's a
2: huge continent, so that doesn't that surprise me of, at yes.
4: all. I'm sure there. Lots of well, yeah, they find them and they find them all over Africa all the time. And if you follow the, uh, is it Pangea? Is that the the yeah. theory that we mm-hmm. started out mm-hmm. as one continent and the big chunk of it was we all broke off from Africa? Oh, so yeah. Africa was kind of the center of it.
2: Mm-hmm. So also Africa, one of the least developed countries, right? Or continents
4: It's not even one country. Right? There's not a so whole lot of industrial development. We're not
2: like digging stuff up and paving over stuff and Correct. stuff like that.
4: So. It's very true. Helpful. Mm-hmm. Last year in North Africa they found a meteorite that was actually part of Mars apparently like, it according they're, to this report that i came across this it was a it was a chunk of Mars yeah they've uh, been scraped off and Came yeah. To Earth.
1: Yeah, I mean it, that kind of thing has been documented. There, I mean, uh, you know, at times Mars and the Earth and the Moon have been hit with really gigantic objects. Mm-hmm. So look at some of those craters on the Moon. Well, yeah. the Moon
2: is a product, right, of us getting hit by something really giant. That's
1: that's uh, one theory. Although there's other theories. I mean, Fair. I, I don't know that that one's really prevalent theory anymore. Next but, week uh, on Thinking, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll solve that. <laughs> the <assessment>. moon, <laughs> but, but yeah, you get smacked with something—something something really enormous. Yeah, it's going to take a chunk of, out. Gonna yet. set a lot of material flying. Yeah, yeah. so, so yeah. but
4: it's completely plausible that it, it could have been meteorites, and and you know they they bury themselves in the ground, and then sediment continues to build up on top of them. We could have had, you know, bunches and bunches of meteor uh, storms that were hitting this one area and dropping these stones. Yeah. And what what hits at the end is what's left of a larger object- and it's
2: been eroded in a very interesting manner, mm-hmm. usually, right? Yeah. Mm. So that would explain the spherical nature.
4: That could possibly explain it. Yeah. yeah. that is very true. So if they are meteorites, then that would also explain why they're not the same as the sediment that they're found in. That's true, yeah. Mm. Because they're a little different. And this, uh, this kind of object has been spotted in other places, namely Mars. Mm-hmm.
2: Do Wait. You remember? What?
4: Yeah, yeah. I, I knew that would take a second to sink in. Uh, in 2012, the Mars rover Curiosity sent back images of spheres that were embedded in an outcrop of a on Mars. Of and they call the place uh, what do they call it? Kirkwood, which is. No, it's in the western rim of the Endeavor Crater. So how do they know that this place is called Kirkwood? Is there a sign? <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: Hello. Anyway, they found on Mars, and they took images of a bunch of what could be concretions like this set into the surface. And it's, yeah. they're about the same size. So it could be that they the ones that are on Mars are a product of the natural process according to modern science, say, or it could have been other meteors that were buried and then slowly excavated by winds and whatnot. That's crazy. Or, or I maybe. was just,
2: again, just looking at pictures, and they look <laughs> a lot like that. They do.
4: That's crazy. That's what the weird thing is. I think they nicknamed them. There's there's more than one kind that they've found, and I remember one of them was called, they called them blueberries.
2: They they look, this is gross, they look like boils.
4: <laughs> oh, nice uh, But they do Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen You now have a visual yeah. So, yeah, so they were formed
1: on Mars And then Mars gets hit with a really massive rock And they're sent over to Earth Or vice versa They're formed on Earth And then they get sent over to Mars
4: Yeah, either way so it, But it It looks like they're happening on another planet So it's either one of these two theories Could apply to both planets One of these things
2: mm. is not like That's the still, other You
4: know it's not like the other, though? Hmm Our next theory. (gasps) Yeah? What's that? It's Devin's favorite. Aliens? Aliens. (gasps) Ah, Okay. Okay. Here we go. Okay. So there's a lot of people who use the Clerksdorp spheres as proof that there was a civilization on our planet before us.
2: Okay, wait. I'm going to take offense to the term aliens in this context.
4: Why is
1: that?
2: I'm going to say this is a prehistoric intelligent race.
1: Yeah, but because not they are
2: not aliens because they existed on our planet as predecessors to our race. I just I mean I feel like aliens implies people from intelligent beings from a different planet. Planet coming to Earth and not settling here, not becoming Earth beings, not becoming Earthlings. Okay, right, okay not people uh, well, who are not native to earth or people who so they just do prior, not on earth.
4: A, a prior civilization of beings you're welcome, that everyone.
2: okay, that is much better okay, okay. yeah, but
4: but but I mean, you would like
1: this distinction because you think that they might have been some race that evolved naturally here on the
4: planet
2: or lived here. Right, I mean that's the implication of this theory: it, is it's, that they it's not resided going, here yes, for a long saying time,
4: saying that they were on this planet for some duration of time.
2: Yeah, and so I'll, I would say that those are like prior native Earthlings.
4: Okay,
1: natives. Uh, I, I doubt that they originated that far because when did life actually originate on Earth? Well,
4: well I mean, so that's right. that's what we've got because yeah. according to the according to the established age of these spheres, they're Precambrian. Mm-hmm. At that time, the only record of life that we can determine was on this planet was like, algae
1: yeah uh, yeah that's exactly, just microbes and things like that yeah
2: right, so but this theory, if I'm understanding it correctly, is that that there were sentient beings, intelligent beings that were creating these things that existed on earth at that time, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. That's how this theory goes yes. right
4: yes yeah, which so is, is, is a little problem. odd.
2: No, well, I don't find that credible. Are you kidding me? There would be, <laughs> no. there would be dead bodies somewhere. Like, we they, would have found a fossil of some
4: kind. Yeah, we would probably Unless find... Unless
2: they were, like, boneless algae creatures, which yeah. maybe... Yeah,
1: I could just see algae producing one of these things. Yeah. Wait,
4: what's that, what's that one uh, critter that's always on Futurama? Yeah, Kif. The, the green glob? Yeah, Kif. No, no, no. The green glob that eats you, and everybody can see you oh, floating around yeah. in his guts, because he's a yeah, green yeah. glob. They yeah. were boneless. It
2: was just... Mm. It, all it was was, like, what? Phytoplasm. Right? Yeah, I mean,
4: yeah, okay. So, exactly like, I'm willing plausible. to accept maybe if we're okay. saying that. maybe some exist. sort of algae-based. So life. We've beaten that. We've beaten that to death. <laughs> here's here's where then the spheres come in. Is then people come up with all kinds of explanations of what that civilization would have used them for. If if we just run with the theory that there was a some sentient being on this planet,
2: Atlantis. Mm-hmm.
4: Could have been Atlantis, but we don't know. But we're just running with. There's some kind of civilization. Then, what were the spheres used for?
1: Oh, yeah, they were used for. A lot of
4: things, according to the theories, they were currency. No, Mm. they were ammunition. Maybe. Uh, They were talismans. No. They were a form of art. Maybe. They were a form of a record-keeping device. Definitely Mm -hmm. not. (laughs) No, Uh, listen,
2: listen, okay, too giant to be currency, right? Like, who wants to carry that around? Really? I mean, truly, even if you're a giant, you don't really want to carry that around, okay? Uh, Art, maybe, probably, form of ammunition, uh, maybe. That's about the right size, Well, wouldn't we be finding
1: little cannons that would have been shot out of,
4: though? (laughs) Probably, right.
2: Talismans, okay. who wants to wear something that big?
4: People do it all the time.
2: Listen, in like I've seen strands. some of the
4: weird jewelry that you've worn before. And it's but not in a like small. big some strands, small, though,
2: right? Like you don't wear one pendant. People do sometimes, but then you would find other things. And there would be holes in it. Throw that out there. And then I just think.
1: Well, yeah. the thing about it is, too, is that again, if they're like, say, talismans or some form of currency, whatever, then that would imply that would imply a fairly primitive culture. And again, it's not possible for there there to have been any sort of primitive culture on this planet at that time, at that point in time. No, because no, because the culture. So the only culture that could have been here was a sophisticated alien culture that came and hung out. For a while, a little while, a long time. Absolutely,
2: I think that's true. I no, and I'm with Joe on this one. Is that like if this is something from a leftover from a culture that is a culture sophisticated enough to have exited the Earth before any of them died, right? Mm -hmm. Or left any record that we can currently recognize as living beings dying? That's a hugely sophisticated culture. They know how to work metal. They're not carrying around metal balls.
1: Yeah, and yeah, why would they? And, and why would they make these stupid little things when they could <laughs> much cooler stuff like iPads? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Which we would have found some fossilized remains. So of. as
2: it turns out, I'm with Joe on this one.
4: Yeah, that's cool. unusual. It's super unusual. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm I'm glad we've got that one settled. Cool. Now we get to have even more fun mm. because we're going to the outer edge theory. There's more. There is one more. Okay. Okay. Right off the bat, uh, this is very far-flung, and the links of piece A to piece B are kind of tenuous, but we're just going to take these as leaps of faith as we run with this. They always are. All right. So to start off with, we need to get off the planet Earth.
2: Oh, where are we going?
4: We're going to go to Saturn. Oh! Uh, Wow. How are we going to get there? With the snap of my fingers, we're there. Okay. Yeah, I'm just that good. Uh, well, there is a moon around Saturn that it's the eighth moon of Saturn called Iapetus.
2: Saturn is hoarding
1: moons.
4: It. <laughs> They've
1: got more than their fair share, don't they?
2: They have way many, way more than they need. Yeah, I mean,
1: they're, like, they're like the 1%. Yeah. Of moons. yeah. <laughs> it's like,
4: you know, occupy Saturn.
2: Occupy Saturn. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag Occupy Saturn. There
4: we go. The first thing we need to look at when we get to this moon is... Sorry,
2: I'm sorry. What did you say it was called again? I wasn't paying attention. Iapetus? Okay.
4: The first thing that we want to look at when we look at this moon is the equatorial ridge that's running around the moon. Okay. So it's It's got a big old ridge going about 75% Uh, Around it, so it's circumference all the way around. Mm -hmm. That ridge is about 12 and a half miles high at its peak. Mm-hmm. it's 124 miles across at its widest. It's one heck of a ridge. It is one heck of a ridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing, so it's weird because it's got this ridge, which is kind of like the spheres. They have a ridge, though it's, it's not, in, it's kind of not of a, out. It's kind of a reverse they, ridge. Yeah, they have a, they have an innie. It's got an outie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the next thing we want to look at is that, uh, and this is based on photos of the moon, and I don't know... How much validity I put in them, but according to the photos of the moon, if you look at it, it's got a rectilinear geometry.
2: What are you talking about right now?
4: Yeah. So it's not spherical. It's not spherical.
2: But I don't, but okay, so it's not a sphere, but what does that even shape
4: mean? Uh, that shape means that it is what they call in some of these articles, and icosahedron, what an icosahedron
2: I'm sorry, a what
4: uh, it's kind of like a it's a twenty accepted. plus sided Object.
2: Oh, a D twenty. So yeah, exactly. it's got
4: it's got polygons and hexagons making up its sides. So yes, so it's, it's a D
2: twenty. It's yeah. a twenty
4: sided dice. Yeah.
1: yeah. If you played Dungeons, Dungeons and, Dragons, and Dragons, then you're quite familiar with that piece. High yes. Five. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we almost succeeded. There, there we, we go. go. That's better. <laughs> <We> <laughs> yeah. White people really do have more trouble doing the high
4: five. We are <laughs> bad at <laughs> yeah, it. It's not good. All right. So uh, the it has, according to these observations, this odd structure to the to it and that along with the fact that there's a huge depression on the surface of it that's in the shape of a hexagon plus these this linear geometry along its outside so it's not round Mm -hmm. it's like it's made by math it's a mathematical shape people say it's not really a planet
2: well i think okay and again aliens advocate here right Mm -hmm. but i feel like that is a good point things that are made by nature by and large are spherical in some way they may not be a perfect circle they may be an oval they're around they have rounded shapes Mm -hmm. because that's what nature or the universe or the laws of physics do to things Uh is they make things kind of a sphere because everything gets glommed together in kind of a sphere. Not with these, like, weird...
4: Flat planes.
2: Flat planes on them. And I feel like that's a... I uh, mean, again...
1: That's, that's uh, not typical of planet and moon formation. No. Yeah, and it's, no. it's...
2: Okay, so maybe it's pictures. Maybe we're totally inaccurate. Maybe the pictures are, like, reflecting something weird or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's weird. If it's true that that's how that w- moon is shaped... That's weird. Mm
4: -hmm. It's a little odd. And I've been
2: looking at these pictures again, like while we're doing this, and there are a lot of pictures of the spheres that have like weird, kind of angular
4: sides a little bit to them, yeah, they're, right? they're not actually nice and smooth and round. Yeah.
1: But I, I've got to say, I've looked at pictures of the opodes, and it doesn't look to me like a D20. It looks like it's pretty much spherical, except for the, the Yeah, it's,
4: it's, it's in key photographs that people point out that, hey, this isn't actually a round object. And that's, mm-hmm. that's you're finding the photo that you're looking for is kind of what everybody else says, oh, well, that's the one you were looking for. No wonder you're referencing that one. But... I I can see how you would say that, because most of the things that you see, it doesn't actually look like it's got flat edges to it. That's weird. It
1: looks kind of spherical to me, but with a weird, funny ridge
4: around the middle. Mm -hmm. And I think it's partially, I think it's something to do with the ridge that makes Uh. it weird, but I I, I don't know. Uh, Okay, well, let's just say that we're just going to run with this, that it's a D20 is actually what this moon is. Oh, Okay. Okay. Well, then what's that mean? If it's a D20 and it's not naturally occurring, then that splits the debate in half as to what that means for Iapetus. Uh, Actually, it, it doesn't split into two. It splits it into three. I apologize for that. Uh, some people say that it was a Death Star type planet for some species that's no longer around. In other words, they were going to use it to, as a weapon of some sort and then either won the war or lost the war or were wiped out by the war. Or well, I, I don't know what, but, but they're, they're not around anymore. And so it drifted until it was finally caught by Saturn. And now it's just in Saturn's orbit.
1: Yeah. Mm. You know what happened is they were going to come to Earth and kick our asses. And and they came down, and we turned them onto things like pot and tobacco and
4: that. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's it. <sighs> All right, All sure
1: right. So be, beyond a Death Star, what else could it have been?
4: Uh, well, we have the theory that it is a world-sized arc.
2: I kind of like that theory.
4: I yeah, kind of like
1: it, too, although so I don't this, really believe this it. This is
4: saying that it was used by some other species to carry the seeds of life across the galaxy until it found the inappropriate planet, and then...
2: Until it found a Goldilocks planet? Until
4: it found a Goldilocks planet, and then it sent down all the biological material that was needed, and that was carried in the spheres. Well, So the spheres hit, they release everything, and then it's like, well, my job's done, and it just hangs out.
2: And isn't it Uh, worth mentioning uh, that, like, right, like, within... A right in that century area of these rocks being dated this is when we have a, an explosion of life on I don't know if you could I, date I, I, precisely right? he enough he to a century,
4: century. <laughs> I'm
2: sorry but within a reasonable within a amount of time within 170
1: years let's within, say within <laughs>
2: Within a hundred and two years.
4: Okay, there you go. Within, yeah, in a very. But within on a, like on a global timeline, right. yeah, in a very small fragment of time, suddenly around that pre Precambrian area is where boom. things just exploded. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. The so other, like, I the, feel
2: like there's something worth it. Yeah. The only there. problem I
1: have with that theory is that uh, if these things were containers of life, then shouldn't they be popped open? I mean... No,
2: because didn't we just talk about this? We talked about this in the Spanish flu episode. Mm-hmm. Is that true? And that, like, if it had a frozen shell of seeds around it,
4: mm-hmm.
2: right, it was frozen and it, ex- it entered the atmosphere and everything kind of melted and everything fell to the earth and then everything bloomed?
4: Mm. No? So it could be... No, I, I know where you're going is here, you and think? I remember part of that where part of it was pulled away, and not all of it was burned up, and I think basically what it means is the sphere is kind of the rubbery, squishy inside part of your golf ball, and the outside of the golf ball is what carried all the seeds of life.
2: Mm. I, don't mm. I don't
3: know.
4: I don't know. I like
2: this theory kind of a
4: lot. I, I knew you'd like honest. this one. So of course I knew, you did. I knew you would. you go again, through this one. And again,
2: and you know, to like not to go on a tirade here but i'm gonna a little bit yeah (laughs) I,
4: Yeah.
2: i just think that like it's a big mystery of our history of our planet that, like, there was nothing for a really long time, and then suddenly there was kind of everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the uh, the major theory is that is that most of the water that we have and probably life also is brought by comets.
2: Right, but so, yeah. like, what's so different between saying, like, it was comets and it was these tiny little spheres? Or, or it was aliens. Not a whole lot. Dumping
1: spheres on us? Yeah. Well, the, yeah, the other thing, a problem I have with it is that... They should be. We should be finding them everywhere on the planet.
2: But we are, aren't we?
1: No, I mean we're I mean, finding similar rocks, similar uh, rocks in other places, but uh, but they're kind of in concentrated places. Like, that doesn't really kill the theory entirely. But I would think that they would be found pretty much everywhere, and they're not well, found.
4: Everywhere. Okay, well, if I'm if if I'm going to stand up and defend this, then you also have to remember that what happens uh, when there's geologic upheaval, and let's say they're all over, and then. Volcanoes happen mm. and things, floods, g- you know, and flood, floods well, not, not flood so much, but plate tectonics. So plates are getting eaten up and that material is getting pulled down and melted down. I mean, there's a lot of geological reasons why we might not find it everywhere. Yeah.
3: Mm.
4: I don't know. Yeah, I don't but, know. you know, if I'm going to offend it, I can, I can look at it from that perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we have... Just one more theory on... another theory? uh, Well, this is one more piece of if the moon is not real, or if it's not a natural formation. Uh, And this one's pretty awesome. It is a, uh, it's a renovated planet, and it was a hotel planet. And that hotel renovated? planet was drugged to Saturn so that the residents or the people staying at that hotel planet could see the beautiful rings of Saturn. And then eventually the hotel went out of business and they just left it there.
1: Uh, it might it's a derelict it. Maybe it didn't do it. So now, no, but when you say it's a renovated planet, do you mean it's an artificial structure or it's just a planet that somebody drugged there?
4: I'm not saying either because I've seen both directions where some say they took this planet, they shaved it down, they made it into the shape that they need. And then they drug it there. And then I've seen some that say, oh, no, it's it's completely a construct.
2: My and, Mm. and my big argument on that, right, even though I am the alien advocate, right, is that if there were that many species that intelligent to create something that came to our solar system, they would have visited us by now. They would have made their presence known to us by now, oh, because not. we have been no, we have been sending pleas out to the universe for so long in radio waves and other waves, right? Saying, "Hey, we're intelligent. Come pay attention to no, us." But, but, but if that know, moon
4: went out of business before the, you know, before we had algae on this planet, that's the thing is, it and we're a backwater, so somebody's like, off. "We're going to try this backwater solar system," and and then it fails. There are urban yeah.
2: explorers in. On our planet, that is like so rampant that like people go to like Chernobyl, for instance, mm-hmm. yeah, just to I, like take pictures of how awesome cool. it is. I just find I would find it so hard to believe that like if there were this alien race and they're like, hey, there's this derelict you know hotel that had this awesome view in this backwater place that like nobody really goes to, that nobody would be like, hey, let's go there. And yeah. then be like, "Oh, weird! There's this radio signal coming from this planet over here."
1: <laughs> yeah, they how might have, weird
2: is that?
1: They might have just hung out there for a while, and then and then they when they detected signs of intelligent life on the, on, on planet Earth, they decided to vacate.
2: Maybe I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard I just
2: I just think that you know, if there were a, a alien species out there that had put a hotel that close to us that recently, I mean, like so really, how do you
1: know it was a hotel and not say like a brothel? I don't. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. he's not the one making he's this theory up here. Big, some big leaps of, you know, you know <laughs> assumptions here. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, that
4: having been said, that is the end of the theories as to why these spheres are what they are. We've got mm. natural formations. Uh, we've got that they were the remnants of some form of life on this planet before us. We've got the uh, moon of Saturn theory. There's there's all kinds of stuff going on here. Oh, and meteorites. Can't mm-hmm. forget about meteorites. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, you yeah. cannot. And I mean, these are probably the the top five. I found a lot of more. Uh, sidebar threads yeah. that uh, go into some theories as to what these are. But again, it, it just would take so long to just go through all of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: But that's... What about
1: like uh, alien Pokemon pieces or something like that? <laughs> I think
4: mm-hmm. that would be the remnants of a prior civilization. Uh, okay. They were children's toys. They were Happy Meal toys. Mm-hmm. They, they were they were all dumped in one area. That was that's, it. That's what it was. It
2: was the Earth is the ocean of a different... Alien race.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. They yeah. just come here and dump their garbage off. Yeah. yeah.
4: So, you, what do you, what do you guys? I mean, uh, what's your, what's your preferred theory here on this one?
1: Well, I, I can't really, I, I can't choose one over the other. I mean, they're all equally believable. <laughs> well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with the, I'll, I'll go with the geologists who say that uh, this is natural concretion formations.
3: hmm
1: It seems pretty blatantly obvious. And no? of course, you know, it might be that uh, once again that. Um, You know, Halliburton and Big Tobacco successfully pulled the wool over my eyes. (laughs) But, you know, but it seems like with the facts at our fingertips so far, that looks like the most plausible theory.
4: Yeah.
2: Because I feel obligated to provide
4: representation.
2: Yeah, I feel, again, uh, I'm going to say once (laughs) once again, Alien's advocate, I think it's the arc theory i like that theory a yeah. lot. i mean i know that you put it in there because you knew that i would like it. it's
4: it's a fun theory
2: it's a good i like i mean you know and again i think that like one of the big mysteries that we are always trying to solve as human beings is where did we come from right mm-hmm. because i think there's yeah. this like innate feeling that like well we couldn't have been a product of billions of years of evolution i and everybody you know of course everybody says like yeah no we were evolution it's fine but there's always that feeling of like but there must be something a little bit more, yeah. right? Like there's something like a little extra there about us. And I feel like this is a great kind of mm. a little something extra about us.
1: So, uh, yeah, we were So, just, Alien Ark. Yeah, it's I'm Alien Ark. They dropped a bunch of microbes on the planet, and next thing you know. Mm-hmm. So here's, here's the thing. Uh, they're kind of like pot growers, you know, illegal pot growers that go out to the national forest and drop a bunch of seeds. Maybe that's it. Cups.
2: Maybe that's why and, we haven't been visited.
1: Well, what I'm saying is, is we that haven't been harvested yet. yet. We—they're we, going to come back for the harvest here pretty quick. <laughs> so I would say everybody, oh, no! all of our listeners, buy
4: guns, lots of <laughs> ammo. <laughs> Oh, geez. What do you
2: think, Steve? I,
4: if I have to choose, I'm going to go with natural formations. Although I do, I could also see meteorites Mm -hmm. being a a plausible one. But after that, it just, it gets too far for me. Well, and again, you know, this is
2: one of those quintessential, like, out of place artifacts, right? In that... I could almost see natural formation, but for a few details, right? Mm -hmm. I could almost see this, but for a few details. So I think that's, you know, again, one of the, that's what makes it an unsolved mystery. Yeah.
4: Yeah, that's that's the difficulty with this. Yeah. Well, uh, but uh we're not about
1: unsolved mysteries. We're about solving unsolved mysteries. You're wrong. And
2: she just, you're wrong.
1: <laughs> no. Not nah. today, buddy. I think we nope. solved it.
4: No, oh, nah, nah, all right. Well no. if you want to take a look at the uh, so image or two of these spheres, or you want to take uh go ahead and follow some of the links that we've got.
1: Uh, we'll also have a picture of a basketball out there if you, if you don't know what a sphere <laughs> is. <laughs>
4: You can find that all on our website. That website is thinkingsidewayspodcast.com. You can go ahead and listen to us there, or most likely you're going to give us a listen on iTunes. Cause that seems to be where everybody's coming from. When you're on iTunes, do go ahead and, and take the time to subscribe, leave a comment, leave a rating. We always like to, we always like to hear those and see those things. Appreciate it. Uh, If you forget to download a show and you're running around and you you know new ones come out, you can always find us on Stitcher and listen to it there on your mobile device, streaming it right there. You can find us and like us on Facebook. And, of course, if you've got something that you want to say to us about this episode, whether it's an agreement, a disagreement, or just you want to suggest something completely different, you are more than welcome to do that. You can send us an email. That email address, as always, is thinkingsidewayspodcast at gmail.com. Okay, well, that uh, that having been said is all that we've got on this one. So. Wow hmm well it's it's still rolling around, but I still don't have an answer to it
1: No, I think we solved it but i uh, I do want to say if, if you if you are a Klerksdorf or excuse me, if you are a klekstorp sphere, please contact <laughs> us. We want to hear your
4: story
2: I guess that's a that's a thing right? is we didn't think about fossils
4: uh, no, we
1: didn't it could have been animal droppings
2: <sighs> it was aliens.
1: Okay, could have been alien
4: droppings. (laughs) Right, it's time to go, guys. (laughs) No,
2: it was aliens. Bye. Bye. Aliens.